Welcome to my podcast Inside That Creates Foresight. While walking 21 kilometers every day, I decided it's time I can use this positively and I bring podcast with basically a stories frameworks hacks to help you into a journey of entrepreneurship, having better relationship, having better career and having a better life. If you are interested, stay tuned. This is Prabir here from Transformation Plus. Hope that helps. Thank you. I'm going to share a wonderful experience I had sometime in my life in the past. While I was sitting in a busy restaurant in one of the Sydney's most popular suburbs, where the Indian flavored rice, which is called biryani, was being served, and I was along with my Menti and one of my colleagues is part of our team, managing one of our clients. We were sitting, and we were discussing about many things. We were discussing about the word consciousness. Now, as you know, these are all byproducts of attention. So, I was asked, "What does the?" consciousness means to you for me consciousness means being aware being aware or in that restaurant the smell or the fragrance of the beautiful rice awareness of my heart beating so that's new awareness about the noises around awareness of the twitching of the eye of the guy who was sitting on my right awareness of the swelled up tears in the eyes of the person sitting opposite to me awareness of my pulsating nose because of the smell of the chili and awareness of the misty fragrance of the mother earth doused by drizzle which is happening outside the rain you know when the rain falls on earth it has a beautiful fragrance of its own just talking about that one so i was aware about this things i would not say at one go but when i concentrate and when i was conscious i was aware like it comes in phases now i've heard this before and i'd like to share with with you some something are we really aware about our own heartbeat these things we have taken for granted as it happens in the background but amount of blood which flows in our veins every day oxygenating our very parts of our human body are we aware of that now it takes a bit of concentration and focus to basically 
strengthens man. And as our awareness increases, it has beautiful byproducts. Our sense of observation increases through our sense organs, which are things like our nose or our ears, eyes, sense of touch, etc. We can collect more data that we normally do just because we are trying to collect more information. And the better the data that is that we collect, better would be the predictive analysis or ability to take decisions. Is it is it not? So taking this awareness further, I had a beautiful experience in the past about which happened two thousand feet above the sea level. Now, why I'm saying so? Two thousand feet above the sea level, sea level, in the middle of the open sky, hanging in a basket under a giant blue and yellow color hot air balloon. Now, obviously, at that height, when the beautiful clouds are beneath you, and the sun is streaking past through this cloud, cloud, making it into a very beautiful orange, golden orange hue, all across. That scene is so mesmerizing. So you are wafting through the clouds, and you can feel as if you are touching the clouds. It's misty. It's cold. It's wonderful. And obviously. As the hot air balloon captain or the operator, or the pilot, whatever you call, is pumping, I don't know how much cubic meters of gas at each state. It is making so much sound and is so much heated, and yet he is sailing it through. Now, that requires a very deep degree of awareness. Two, I'll tell you why. That particular flying object, which is carrying all of us in a basket, does not have a steering wheel or does not have a rudder, so it cannot change direction like planes do. Second, it has no brakes. Third, it is on the mercy of the mother nature, which is the winds. While I was hearing the cacophony of the pilot and his humorous quips, which were keeping us all entertained, he said a beautiful thing. I have to. When he was asked, "How do you, how do you actually change the direction of this thing?" Says, "I, you see the ropes which are hanging on the top and which are tied to an harness." I've seen many times he loosens them, he tightens them, he ties it further, and something he's doing with the ropes as if you know he's one of that uh, people whom you whom you see in India and various various places where they basically make a wooden uh, small doll dance, you know, kathputli in in Hindi. That's what they call the kathputli dances. So he was. Using his fingers, he's tightening, loosening, and pumping gas. That's all he's doing while he's constantly chit-chatty with all of us. 
I asked him, how do you fear this damn thing? He says, I've been piloting hot air balloons for a long, long time. I've done it in Africa, Middle East, here, and his home country in Sri Lanka. He says, one of the things is you have to have a very good sense of the ear. I was a bit amazed. What about ear? I breathe it all the time. I did not have a sense about an extra sense that ear is there. I have taken it for granted. Ear is there and I just breathe it. My nose is all accustomed. I don't take any effort in breathing. So he says, I have developed so much sense of the ear, the ear flow, the temperature, everything which can affect, even the temperature of the ear can affect, you know, hot air rises up, cold air comes down. So he says, every time my sense organs have been developed to sense the ear, which side is moving, which, if it is moving in this side and I have to go in the other side, which part I tighten and the shape of the balloon alters by few millimeters because it's a giant, giant mega balloon hanging, right? So what he does is, using his sense, he just alters by pulling those rope or loosening them, he just alters the shape of the balloon in a small teeny weeny way. And because it's such a huge balloon and there is a large surface area, the wind hitting that basically does some different things. And that's how the balloon is steered, even though there's no steering mechanism, etc. Now, more interestingly, how do you land this thing at a particular spot? He said, do you, I asked him, do you miss a spot? He said, I generally, I'll be few meters here and there, but if I'm targeting something, and unless mother, mother nature is too bad, he was referring to the wind and the climate, etc. He said, I generally hit the mark. So, I said, what do you do? He says, obviously, from a technical perspective, he reduces, uh, he puts more cold air. So, he, and he basically alters, and he's very attentive. I have seen him in a very high attention mode, as if he's sniffing the air, as if he's sensing the flow. And we landed safely on a patchy grass next to a, next to the airport from where I have learned flying. So, so I wonder sometimes that this amount of awareness for a rudderless vehicle, which most of our minds are rudderless, it can take up its own thinking, etc. A simple degree of consciousness or an awareness or a sense, however you interpret best for your own use is it can do this massive difference to a giant thing which is almost rudderless, isn't it? We can do it too. That's why I always believe if I am very attentive and if I develop my consciousness, my awareness and I'm very attentive, most of the things which I have 
pursued or planning to pursue things somehow falls in place now today i realize that it is not the luck factor yes a lot of lot of factors around there which from a process perspective is required but from the overall the blue and the master's keystroke is always about awareness so as we are finishing that meal of biryani i was not eating i was watching them to eat because it was too late at around six o'clock i don't have food after 11 30 12 i was i suddenly it dawned on all of them especially the person sitting opposite to me who works in my team she suddenly said prabhu sir something happened i would like to tell you i said what it is she said there is so much noise etc suddenly i don't hear them at all and that's what happened even though there is chaos outside you you develop that strange calmness within you and that calmness would help you to achieve great things in life that's why there's a famous saying by gautam buddha when your butterfly will only sit on top of you when you are still i hope you learn this small ode to our consciousness and have a good day this is prabir here from the 21k walk to your fame podcast series have a beautiful blessed morning thank you